Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Demon Slayer Chronicles, our weekly Demon Slayer podcast that is presented by Popped Off. Each and every week, we're going to dive into every episode of the anime, plus its lore, characters, whatever else we really want to talk about. As always, I am your host, Andrew Nimsgern, and I have James Graham and Dylan Beal with me. How are you guys feeling? Good. This is the lore episode. This is where this is where we get so much info. Yeah, no, I'm always, I'm always for these episodes. I'm also always for other characters, and we get, we get to, we get, you get teased a bunch all in this one episode, which is great. And you're excited to learn more about every single mm, one of them, absolutely. even with the quick interactions. Yeah, definitely. All right, but I mean, yeah, I, I just think I want, I don't want to waste too much time in the front half. I just want to jump right in and talk about the episode. But we do have the quick rigmarole. We're a new podcast. Tell your friends about us. Leave a five star review because it's super, 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 super important that you leave that five star review. Yeah, and you have any suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff, let us know over on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at poppedoff.com. But with that, let's talk about the episode titled My Own Steel, which is episode five of season one of the Demon Slayer anime. We catch back up with the demon's body slowly dissolving after its head being cut off in the previous episode and the soul of Uruk. Urokodaki's students killed by the demon departing into the afterlife. As the demon dies, he remembers that he was turned into a demon as a young boy. He's always longed for a warm hand to hold, specifically his older brothers. Tanjiro continues to survive, trying to ask demons who attack him if they know anything about how to turn Nezuko back into a human. But they have no intention of doing anything but trying to kill him, and ultimately he has no luck. He survives all seven days of the final selection, along with three others. The twins greet all of them as the only survivors and introduce them to the ten ranks within the Demon Slayer Corpse. They are now the lowest rank, the Mizunuto. The Mizunoto. <laughs> Sorry. Again, hard names. But they are the lowest of ten ranks. Each of them will have their own Nirchen blade, which is made of a special metal, metal that changes colors and kills demons. They each pick their own ore and are assigned their own Kurosagai crow that will be used for communication. We learn that their swords will be forged and returned to them within 10 to 15 days. One application, one applicant with a giant scar on his face angrily demands the swords now, but Tanjiro stops him, almost breaking his arm. Tanjiro returns back to Urokodaki's to find Nezuko finally awake after sleeping for a year, and he is incredibly injured. Urokodaki suspects that Nezuko recovered her strength by sleeping instead of eating humans, and he is just generally relieved that he made it back. Tanjiro tells him about his time there, including the giant mutated demon that had killed so many of his previous students. Fifteen days later, Tanjiro's new sword is delivered to him by Haganazuka, the swordsmith, and when he draws the sword for the first time, it changes to black, which is a rare, and it's not considered unlucky, but it's just seen so often that it's associated with swordsmen that don't make it very far. And right after that, a Kagasugai, uh, the Kagasugai Crow then flies in and presents Tanjiro with his first assignment as a demon hunter. He is to go to a town in the northwest where young girls have been vanishing and kill the demons there. So, lots of lore. Tons of lore. I 
Last episode, we kind of jumped right in the middle, but I feel like this one, we almost have to kind of go part by part and kind of go with it because there's so much story. I don't want to miss any of it. So first off, we'll start back up. Dylan, we already know they're all spirits. They're all moving on to the afterlife. We can finally move on from that part, right? Yes. You're good with that? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so anything about his final kind of hours in the final selection? Obviously, just a couple of our small demons. They try to really skip through it. Seven days went by in about a matter of 10 minutes in episode time. But it was very cool to see it kind of... I am happy that it didn't hang on that for too long. And that they did kind of speed that up and just kind of move towards the end of it. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's easy. It's easy for him. Like, he killed he killed the big bad one. So, like, why should he have to, you know, uh, cut his teeth on, on the other ones? Very easy prey for him. Yeah, it's like it's like a open world game. Like, yo, know, you go all the way out to a random part, you kill the boss, and then just kind of taking out all the extra. Working your the way, way back. back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just the people that respawn. You just gotta take them out. That's exactly yeah. kind of how it was the the second half of the trip. Our boy's still trying to interrogate everybody on the way by, though. Like, he's still like still demanding questions. Nobody even is talking to him, and he's still trying. Right? I love that. Like, they're all like it's just like gargling and like noises and stuff like that. And he's just like, "Do you guys know how to do this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Like, and like." Just, I have a dumb question related to this. All the demons can talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. We, yes. I well, mean. I, that we know of, that we've seen. They all just talk. Yeah, some of them why, are just yeah. kind of shitty. Why is it Nezuko? Why, why can't she talk? They still have that zombie. Wait, oh, Nezuko? Yeah, yeah. Why, why can't she talk? Nezuko doesn't, I mean, Nezuko doesn't eat people. She's a goddamn yeah. exception across the yeah, board. Yeah, I was about to say, like, she, yeah, why does she sleep for a year and a half straight? Yeah. Like, that's, that's the biggest question, why she can't talk? Yeah. She's cute as hell. She doesn't need to talk. Yeah, she's got a little. He's got a little bite thing, dude. That's why she can't talk. Yeah, that's why she's gagged. That's, yeah, that's what we're gonna go with. Yeah, that's that's our that's our reasoning. So, but yeah, right, um, let's just get on to the next thing. But it also kind of shows that like Tanjiro, that this is something that shows that power gap between everyone else because Tanjiro, when he goes out and sees that only four of the twenty plus applicants made it out, Tanjiro first off killed the big boss but also was trying to have full-on conversations with the demon, so obviously taking it easy before killing them. <laughs> just chilling, And, like, dude. these other 20 people couldn't even kill the low-level ones. I'm just saying, so that that is kind of cool to kind of separate. Obviously, it doesn't show what the other three went through to get there, but it shows that this really wasn't much of a challenge for Tanjiro, that he was literally talking and having full conversations while dodging two uh, demons and still came out pretty not unscathed, but it seemed all of his injuries that came from that one giant fight. Yeah, he's doing pretty. He was pretty nimble, otherwise. Yeah, I I love that once we get into final selection, that the four characters that made it through, like they didn't leave a room for like the generic guy that like looks like every other dude. They're like, no, you got you are you got some flower, you got some butterflies going on. You're bright yellow, and you got a real mean scar. Like, and that's like, and it's like none of the normal guys made it. Not one. <laughs> Yeah, but that's everyone. Like, they, yeah. I mean, even like in Naruto, they don't pass. Like, they don't introduce it to anyone in any of the classes that doesn't matter. Like, in all those kind of shows. Like, or even Class 1A or, like, in the high school. Like, they didn't really introduce you, like, to anyone from Deku's high school before he moved on to UA and saw where they went. So, like, that makes sense for them not to leave an extra. Because then everyone's going to be, like, a theory craft. And, like, oh, this one guy that they've been hiding is going to show up to be the big <laughs> bad, like, four seasons. Like, no. They just decided to keep him there. So, it's easy not to include him there and kind of take out that plot hole. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. I don't know. I just want I want the generic dude to get some love once in a while. Just let let a normie get in through, man. Just like you know, let him let him get through, man. But no, they all get picked off. That defeats the whole point of it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So now we now we get our 
our four badasses that made it through pretty much well. Yes. So, yeah, so we do make it out of the other side. We don't really get introduced to any of the characters. We kind of get glimpses of them. Um, the one boy with the yellow hair and the um, kind of lightning-looking Hayori um, is just kind of talking about how he's going to die now. Like he didn't <laughs> He's dead pass. anyways, yeah. <laughs> and he's the only one that ends up with a sparrow instead of a crow. Yeah. Door. Yeah, what was up with that? It's like, oh, the the crows are coming in, and then he just gets a sparrow, <laughs> he's look, he's and no one no one talks about it. Like, yeah. he's the only one that makes a reference to it. I'm like, did he did he say crow? Like, this is a sparrow, and the sparrow gets mad at him. Yeah, like that was great. Like, obviously the humor character coming into the show, and then the other two are pretty much you don't get any introduction to them. Um, the scarred boy, kind of obviously, I don't is like upset him for no reason. I don't like him already. What don't you like about him? Because he's a jerk. He's mean. I don't like him because he's, he's mean. mean and he has he's a bully. It, and he does have any redeeming qualities. <laughs> You've known him for three minutes. Not even I three judge minutes. fast. That whole, that whole scene is like a two, like maybe a minute. Like you get to see him briefly. But yeah, no. I like the ore thing is weird. The ore thing is weird to me because like why? Well, it's because like you you'd expect the ore for them like to have to choose their own ore. Like there would be like some like blatantly difference things between it but of course tanjo is just like i'm just gonna smell them real good and i'm gonna figure out which one i want right it's but like I think it's that's like the jedi it thing cool. it's yeah, like the it's jedi like, thing of where you pick out your crystal but they all kind of look the same and you just get so. a feel you, well, get, you no, get a feeling. with the crystal the crystal chooses you as a jedi no the that in the ore chose the, in the ore chose them it's fate it's fate whenever you grab something it's always fate it's you but feel the, the pull you I feel think, the pull i think it's a, i think it's a little different in my world but um, Tandro okay, felt I'll... the scent. That's what he felt. He, yeah, he he felt some overwhelming power. Yeah, yeah, and he was black bland sword, dude. That's what he felt the power into. Felt the pull. Hang on. So before we get there, I I, I want, we'll talk about that. But we go back. Nezuko's finally awake. Hell yes. Boots the door open. Like, (laughs) where was she going? Like, do you think she knew he was arriving, or do you think she woke up? He's like, I'm pissed. I'm gonna break down this door. I don't don't know. I I like the second one. I like. I don't think she knew. Like, she didn't walk out looking around. She walked out straight forward. It wasn't until Tanjiro called for her. Like, I think she just woke up hangry, and I'm like, I'm gonna bust down this door right now. Yeah. Poor Rokodaki, man. His house gets all dicked up, dude. He didn't even care. Like. Like, that was a perfect example for him to, like, kind of show, like, a kind of a funny side. And I'd just be pissed. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, kind of show that they got closer. But, like, no. He's, he just, like, goes over and hugs them. Like, it's a it's an awesome we moment. Do, we it do, makes it really funny. We do see him crying, though. Like, if you notice in that, that frame, you barely see it. But you can see the tears behind his mask, which is nice. Yeah. Right? But, like, of course, his voice is, like, unshaking the entire time. Because Rokudaki's a stone-blooded killer. The cutback to him and Tanjiro, like, the side-by-side where, it, like... It shows him, like, running through the woods, or running through the town, like, away from Orokodaki, and then Tanjiro just goes flying at him. Like, it's just, uh, that, that, like, that was really nice. I like that. Same Hayori, same everything. It was, oh, yeah. Big fan. But, but after that, they have the conversation about the demons, um, and about slaying the giant one. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but it almost seemed as if Orokodaki knew about the giant demon in there, because he made some comment about finally. Do we, bl- we don't think he was just keep sending out students out there hoping that eventually one of them killed it? Or do you think that he just kind of had a suspicion that something was up that his students specifically weren't passing and now he's finally learned what it was? I don't know, dude. I think, I, I like, it seems like this is a pretty cutthroat world and I feel like is like, well, maybe this one will get through. <laughs> like, you know? Well, no, he, he says, like, he didn't want to send him out. 
Yeah. And I think I think he he was getting to the point of where he thought it might have been maybe his training or something, and he wanted to maybe train someone up so that they could actually kill it and get redemption. But like at a certain point, he realized I can't do this and wasn't going to send anyone else out. To, uh, and until, they did it anyways. Until until he, he cut a little bigger rock. Like that's stuff. Hey, hey, be hey it could have been way bigger. We don't know. That's true. We talked about that last episode. It could have been way bigger. I agree. But then after this, we are introduced to Hagazuke. Um, and we get some more lore about the actual ore. So last time we just learned the name of the ore and that this is used to do it. But we learned these are swords that can especially absorb the power of the sunlight, which is what makes them so deadly to um, the demons. Because obviously the sunlight vaporizes them. So when the sword goes through them, that's why not even the bones or anything are left behind. Because their entire bodies just vaporized very soon under sunlight. And that it was only from very special mountain and all that. So, what do you guys think about you learning more? Like, we learned a lot of lore about swords. Not even about other people. There's about swords. How are you guys feeling about this? What do you think about these swords? I'm glad we get the explanation, right? Like, Because, like, you don't want the, oh, it's just a special sword and that's what happens. Yeah, it's just special metal. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you, you you can find it, like, once every so often and it just makes this badass sword. And, like, no, it actually absorbs something yeah, so because it's always in sunlight. The, the lore is, like, how they tell the lore, too, is funny, too, because Tanjiro's, like, trying to talk to the dude and the guy's just, like, so dead set focused on explaining what, the, like, it is. And it's really cool, too, because the mountain never gets cloudy, never gets rainy. The sun just sits there and soaks the mountain the entire time, right? And, like, that's where it's mine from. And then it talks about Tanjiro being, like, a pretty, like, like he's considered lucky because of, like, his, uh, because of, like, his hair color and his eyes and everything. Well, like they that. mentioned a family of fire, too, in here, which is something yeah. that I found interesting, is that you are, you are, a, uh, like, a child of the family of, or who you're very with, lucky to. Who works with fire, which he did. He yeah. did. He was a coal, ma- like, they make coal, right? So, that's yeah. not, like, but, like, he didn't know that. He's probably just sitting yeah. there guessing. Like, this guy is clearly a little out to lunch, like, as we yeah, see Yeah, and then he explains <laughs> there his parents' names. Like, no, I am the son of... Uh, uh, Tanjiro and... Tanjiro and Ka- Kia? Kai? Yeah. It so- was like K-I-A or something. Like, very short name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we get, we get all that. And, like... But, yeah, like, I like how the show led up to, like, all this crazy shit being like, oh, my God, Tanjiro's lucky. Like, I mean, you know, he picked the right ore. He smelled it probably. And then he gets this black sword that they're all, like... Well, it's not a bad thing, but, like, we don't see that many. They're not really, like, nobody nobody good has got one, right? So we don't really know what comes of it. So it's, like, it's not like, damn, Tanjiro, you got you got screwed over. But it's just, like, at the same time, it's just, like, we don't, you didn't get anything cool. You didn't get this crazy blazing red one that he's talking about. Where, where are you sitting on all this, Dylan? So the Black Sword, it's, it's like, uh, have you guys seen One Piece? It's like, no. you know, all, like, the, the, like, the shitty pirates come from, like, the East Seas. Except for okay. the one really amazing pirate who's the it, best pirate of all. Yeah, it, yeah, then that's, that's just it, right? But, like, at least they're playing it up, like, they're not making it super blatant, I guess, because they're not just saying, oh, they're always shit swordsmen. It's, we just don't really know, you know what I mean? It's, 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 I'm, I'm happier with that alternative. I'm happier with that response, not just the, well, they're always crap. That sword's going to break in, like, two minutes, right? Like, it's not something like that, right? So. And, I mean, yes, I agreed that, like, a flaming red sword would have been awesome, and that's why Hagazuka uh, was so upset, because he wanted to see a really cool one. But, I mean, just kind of with my personal, very simplistic aesthetic, I think the all-black sword looks sick, though. Like, I agree, like, cooler ones could be, but also pure black is just sick as hell. Uh, it's too edgy. It's you, a little too edgy for me. 
You like all black because it's like exactly like Kirito's sword from uh, Sword Art Online. That's why you like the all black. <laughs> oh my god, is that really? No, I like that. I always like the simplistic. I mean, look, if you most people can't see my room. My room's all pretty much black and white stuff. Like I like the very so that very black and white contrast. But I think the sword is very cool. I would like yeah, seeing like a like a glint of red in it would have been awesome. But I I think the sword looks cool. I guess I've never. I we haven't seen what a really bright red one would look like. Though. Yeah, so maybe, well, it's just that we. Have, maybe my mind will change. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we do. We do get to see the like what a blue one looks like with the sword that uh, Orokodaki gives Tanjiro. But I mean, like that's really true. That's really the only sword we see because we don't like not even the normies or the other three at final selection. You don't get to see their swords, right? So. Yeah. All right. So that's uh. Yeah. No. So we get a, like a bit of exposure to that, um, and then after that we just get the mission. Yeah. Tanji- very, very, they don't waste any time. Wait, before the swordsmith even leaves, the crow shows up to give him the very first mission. Yeah. And I think it's one of the few times they actually, like... So, normally, they get referred to, like, demon slayers or, like, the demon slayer corpse or anything like that. This is the first time he gets referred to as a demon hunter, which, like, yeah. to me, is, like, a very different, like, you know, uh, like... Yeah, that is true. Right? That is one of the few times you hear it. Yeah. So, I don't know... And, like, I don't know... It, Dylan, you're watching the dub, right? Yeah, so did they refer to him as Demon Hunter in that, too? Uh, I don't know. It just didn't, like, it didn't stick out to me, so. Okay. I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of a minute detail, but, yeah. I mean, maybe this time he's, like, in this time, like, they don't know a demon's there. They're just suspecting that demon's there. So this time he's actually hunting down one versus, like, hey, go kill this demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, we suspect a demon's here. So that's why these young girls are disappearing go hunt it down so i think it might be kind of more based on the mission right or maybe it was just like hey it was not not a, like a mistake but just a one-time thing like just why not kind of throw out a different version of the name yeah yeah that's fair how we feel on this episode anything else you want to go back and touch on there's any lore we missed that you wanted to dig into dylan um not in particular like what's i still want to know what's up with the the ravens also maybe sometimes sparrows like talking they're they're just used to like yeah communication is that how they kind of uh parlay orders and oh i i'm i'm actually just remembering back now to um rokodaki getting the letter from the crow yeah i just remember that now yeah. okay yeah that makes i mean it all it made sense before but it, like i just piece that together too <laughs> i mean it's a 1912 how else is he gonna get his mission a talking crow i guess <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> talking crow obviously <laughs> like like yeah. it's the only logical explanation dylan i think we i, I think I, I think this is jumping back earlier in the episode uh we do get to see this dude sitting in his house with the white kimono saying how like he's got new children right like he's got new he's got new new guys going on going doing his thing right so that past, yeah, that passed the yeah. uh, final selection specific. Yeah. Is that the is Up that the head final. honcho, the number one dude? I think it could be assumed that that might be the number one dude. He's, I think it's it's probably the number one dude. Yeah, his crow is bougie as hell with that scarf though. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, the little purple scarf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not running its mouth like all the other ones are. It's just chilling. So. Oh, and Tendiros is a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we see that, and in the Taisho secret at the end of the episode. Um, he cuts uh, Tanjiro off from even saying what the secret is, saying that he has good ambitions. So we, that's the one thing we learn about the crow. Otherwise, yeah, not too much else we learn about the crows or really even how they communicate. They just show up and yell at, yell at them, Tanjiro yeah. to do something. Yeah. We don't know if they, they're just kind of like parrots and they just like relay it back or like. 
if they're actually intelligent. No, they're actually. Well, I mean, they got a, a they got a, they got a mouth on them. I guess so. I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like they might be a little intelligent. True. Okay, but with that, I want to go back to the sword lore, and I want to ask each one of you if you what. Okay, so there's a difference. It's now what color do you want your sword to turn when you get yours crafted? What color do you think your sword would turn when you first draw it for the first time? Dylan, what do you got? Uh, I don't know. It might probably be like a light, a light blue, like a, a cobalt or something. Like just like kind of like innocuous, like where you don't. I, I guess it doesn't really stand out too much. It's like almost silver. I would want it to be something sick, like green or something, but it probably wouldn't be. <laughs> it would mostly look like a normal sword. That's kind of that's cool though. It's a little bit of an off tint. I don't think that's a horrible one. And that's, that's, for, what, he, that's what he thinks he's gonna get dealt with. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's not what he wants. And, and yeah, I guess we'll, we'll do both questions. Then you would want like a emerald green kind of for if if you could choose. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. All right. James, ah, oh, dude, like I don't know, this is a hard one. Like you'd obviously, I like I'd obviously want something that's like like flashy and like like I don't know, like bright yellow or some shit. Like I think that would be that would be sick, right? A gold sword, not gold. I think gold's just like that's facetious. That's <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much. But not the bright yellow. One. No, but I like like yeah, I, I'd be okay with the yellow, but it wouldn't be. It would be, it would be some whack ass color that I didn't want. Even if I, you know, I'd still be disappointed if I get like a red sword. You know what I mean? So really? Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like that, dude. I wouldn't like that at all. So, oh no, yeah. You would get the cool red sword, but you'd be pissed about I'd be, it because yeah, you I'd didn't actually want it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what would happen to me. I'd be just be irritated about it. The exact opposite. Yeah. What about you? What and, about you Andrew? and then I guess we already know I would want the, black, want the sword black sword yeah. because first off, main character. Second off, because it looks sick as hell. But no, I, I'm kind of on the same boat as Dylan. I think all three of us agreed kind of with last week that. We'd all probably survive, but we're not admitting we're the most badass people. So I'd probably go with this, like, an off-tint blue. I wouldn't be, like, a it'd just be, like, a normal blue. Like, I just feel like blue is just such a generic color that there's so many of it and it's so often associated with this kind of basic-ass stuff. So it'd just be kind of, yeah, some shade of blue, and I'd be okay with that. But if it was pure black, I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's go. <laughs> just the, dark, the, the hard black one. That's fair. All right. No better way to end off an episode than with a secret. Here's the Taisho secret. Nobuhiko Okamoto voices the angry boy in this. He actually also voices another angry boy. One none other than Bakugo from My Hero oh, Academia. Oh, perfect! No way, that's Bakugo's voice actually? It is for, for the Japanese voices. That's sick. It's yeah, like, so they, they're 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 bringing in top talent for this show. They really are, yeah, exactly, and very very role suited too as well, right? Like, definitely one of those people that clearly specializes in a certain type of role. Yeah, might Bakugo be a little typecast, and... but like, I mean, it's a trope that's always done. So he's he's that guy's never gonna be out of work. No, that's true. Oh, I'm, 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 that makes me very happy now. I guess I, I don't think I've ever would have picked up on that, but I guess we get so little of them in the anime that I don't get to hear him talk very often. So when are you gonna really? pick up on a voice if it was someone if it was Tanjiro I'd like to think I'd put it together eventually but not not with him but if you guys don't have anything else to talk about I think that's going to be wrapping up another episode of uh, the podcast yeah so if you could let your friends know about the Demon Slayer Chronicles and hit us with that five star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on it would be greatly appreciated it always helps with new podcasts 
And make sure you check out poppedoff.com and twitter.com slash popped underscore off for all your updates on this show and all the other stuff that we do. And with that, that'll be the end of this week's episode of the Demon Slayer Chronicles. We hope to see you guys back here next Wednesday. Yeah.